these days, the only time that you may have for yourself is in the shower or in the bath. So why not seize that moment and make the best of it? I have found a way to do that. Literally, when I'm in the bathroom, I have my own at-home personal spa experience. And I wanted to share that with you. So go to my Instagram page, Life Verbs Podcast. That's L-I-F-E, Verbs, V-E-R-B-S, Podcast, all one word. And click the link in the bio to view my Etsy shop called Nourished Spirit by Zen. Hello, Life Herbs Podcast community, and welcome first-time listeners. I'm your host, Zen. We are the authenticators of our lives. We move ahead and manifest transformations by the love of our creator. A life herb is a life philosophy that you live by that is obtained through your personal life experiences. A life herb also means living in action. Know thyself and being unapologetically you community. That's the key to showing up in your life. Let's get realigned and refocus. You can listen and learn more about Life Verbs Podcast by visiting my website, lifeverbspodcast.com. And follow me on Instagram by typing in Life Verbs Podcast, all one word, in the search bar. You also can interact and engage with me and my co-host, Janae, for lessons with Life Verbs every Thursday night at 9 p.m. on my Instagram page where we have real, organic, and necessary conversations in real time. Like, rate, and review wherever you listen to us. Now, enjoy the episode. Energy is a powerful force. In fact, there are 10 different types of energy. Thermal, kinetic, ionization, to name a few. But today, community, I'm speaking on the energy that encompasses your well-being. Energy is the strength and vitality that is required for sustaining physical or mental activity and mental activity excuse me it sustains both right you know last Thursday Janae and I on our live show lessons with life verbs on Instagram we were with the life verbs crew virtually and we were discussing how we protect our peace And also discussing the five stages of burnout. That's right, community. There are five stages of burnout. And they are the honeymoon phase. That's when we undertake new tasks. The honeymoon phase kind of reminds me of honeymoon phases of relationships. You know... It's a new task, it's fun, it's new, 
it's thrilling, it's refreshing, and then you start to see this subtle shift. That's how I describe the honeymoon phase of burnout. The second phase is the onset of stress. And that's when some days are more difficult than other days. The third step is chronic stress. And that's when you respond to the emotional pressure. The fourth step is burnout. So burnout is actually the second to last step, y'all. How trippy is that? We speak of it as if burnout is the first step. (laughs) But it's the second to last step. Burnout is emotional, physical, and mental just flat out exhaustion that's caused by that chronic stress. So the chronic stress feeds burnout. And the fifth step, the final stage of burnout is habitual burnout. That's right, y'all. It's called habitual burnout. The final stage. And that's when the symptoms of burnout are so embedded that it affects your physical and emotional to the point That's a problem. If you want to listen to this live, there's a part one, there's a part two. I saved the recording on my Instagram page. Just type Life Verbs Podcast in the search bar. But today, community, I want to speak on protecting your energy. On the live, we've also been talking about Sifting through the bad, keeping the good in a situation, sifting through the bad. So be sure to join our lives on Thursdays. We've been having like group therapy session. It's been sessions, excuse me, (laughs) because every Thursday is like a session of group therapy and it's amazing. And I also talked about how protecting your peace is the solution to preventing burnout. But another solution to protecting your peace and to burnout, well, I guess you would say not a solution, but another aspect is to protect your energy. And we're going to get into it right after this message. I have a quote that I want to read to you, community. I was looking through my journals, getting some inspiration. And I came across this. It said, 
We were created from dirt. Therefore, our healing takes place from dirt. Dirt that is given proper nourishment. Redirect and realign your energy. Live with purpose. Foster growth and set boundaries. Be vulnerable because vulnerability is the core of all emotions. The central part. Yes, community, I wrote that quote. Why is it important to protect your emotional energy? Your empath energy. What's an empath? So an empath Empath, people who um, are empath, empathic people, are deeply in tune to the feelings of people around them. Judith Orloff, MD, stated in her book titled The Empath's Survival Guide, Life Strategies for Sensitive People, that empaths lack the filters most people use to protect themselves from excessive stimulation and can't help but take in the surrounding emotions and energies of people whether they're good bad or something in between again that book is from Judith Judith Orloff O-R-L-O-F-F-M-D. So how can empaths protect their energy? I say this quote time and time again on here. It's a quote from, a quote from Benjamin Franklin that says, If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But I'm going to add to that quote. Here we go. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and the result is unexpected emotional overload. Why unexpected emotional overload? Because you kept telling yourself that I got this, I'm good. You didn't expect yourself to be overloaded. You've piled on, piled on, piled on. That's where the burnout comes from because you're just doing too much, sis. You're just doing too much, bro. King and queen. When you really don't have it, you say you do, but you don't. Because you didn't create the blueprint. You didn't create your plan. You just jumped into it. And community, I'm here to tell you that even when the unexpected happens, you can always mark up a quick plan. Mark up a quick plan, then go back and revise the plan, improve the plan, enhance the plan, expand upon the plan. Number two, another way that empaths can protect their energy 
set boundaries. This is something else that I talk about often on here. So I'm going to keep it brief. And I do encourage you to go back and listen to previous episodes of Life Verbs podcast. All of them will aid in helping you achieve setting boundaries. Talk about it a lot. Number three, another way that empaths can protect their energy. Recognize your feelings. Look at yourself in the mirror and come to terms with you and engage in mindful spiritual practices. Meditation, prayer, a thankful, grateful jar, affirmations, or purchase one of my products, Shop With Nourish Spirit by Zen. Where I have products right now, I have the bath steamers, but I'm about to launch some more products, working on those as we speak. And these products are convenient. It provides conveniency and ease that you can just add these into things that you already do in your everyday life. And you can practice mindfulness in that way as well. You can create a ritual with my products, Nourish Spirit by Zen. You can find out more about those products and Nourish Spirit by Zen on my website and also on my Instagram page. It's so important to practice to engage in mindful practices consistently. That's the key word, consistently. Because empaths absorb positive and negative energy to the point that it affects you. It can even be unbearable. You remember when I told you all that when I was a beauty executive, I go into stores, sometimes there'd be eight vendors in there, sometimes there'd be less, but sometimes, and and the thing was you had vendors, this is the thing you all, you had vendors coming in from all over the United States. So there was a lot of different energies in that one in that one area there's a lot of energies when it comes to beauty stores you're dealing with a lot of strong-minded people you're dealing with a lot of creatives which is amazing so that's the positive but you're also dealing with a lot of energies um it's a very female dominated industry so, you know, in females, we, we have strong emotions. Um, and just the way that we're wired as women. So imagine all that in one place. Then you have people traveling from other parts of the United States. Literally, they're hopping on a plane, coming in the store, hopping back on a plane. Maybe even flying as far as the west coast to the east coast vice versa north south vice versa and probably jumping on the plane to not go home 
to either go to another state to visit their accounts or even go overseas. Some of these people literally travel five to seven days a week. So there's a lot of energy and some people would come in there and my spirit just did not, it was not agreeing with the energy that I was feeling. So therefore, I had to distance myself. Now, need mind you, distancing is not the same as running away. Don't run from anything. Because running means you're just trying to avoid. Distance means that you are setting that healthy boundary. And protecting your peace, protecting your energy, protecting your spirit. And need mind you, in that profession, I had to walk around anyway. I mean, I had to do makeovers, skincare routines, educate, train, nurture the business relationships, talk to clients, educate clients and customers. Just so much engagement I had to do. So it was easy for me to maneuver myself around the store. I just had to move differently and move intentionally and move with purpose. Also be mindful that if you are an empath, you will attract narcissistic people. I'm not saying though that empaths are the only people that attract narcissists. But narcissists love to manipulate people who are empath. They enjoy keeping you hopeful as they continue to be inconsistent. Can I get an amen? Narcissists are very inconsistent. A great sign to look for. If you're wondering someone in your life if they're narcissistic. Are they, are they, are they inconsistent? I'm not saying all inconsistent people are narcissists, but that's one thing to look for. Absorbing others energy is exhausting, especially when you're an empath. Can I get an amen? So that's why you're so tired. I get this way. I'm like, why am I so tired? Why am I so exhausted? Because not only do I give energy and I need to recharge from that, but I also am very sensitive to energies. I am an empath. That's why I'm speaking on this. So I have to monitor and moderate my energy. And protect my energy. And protect myself from outside energies that my spirit doesn't agree with. Okay? And it's also another reason why you need to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is the self-care language for empaths. I'm going to say that again. Mindfulness. If 
if you're an empath and you've been thinking, okay, I want to, I want to engage in mindful practices. I, I want to practice self-care, but what does it look like? I don't know how to do so, or I'm struggling with being consistent in my self-care and my mindful practices. Know that mindfulness is your language. So anything as an empath, so anything that has to do with mindfulness, Google it, look up things, mindfulness practices. Maybe try one out a week or try a couple of them out a week, but focus on mindful practices. Okay, if you're an empath, focus on that. And also, again, look at Nurse Spirit by Zen. Those are products that you can implement into your mindful practices of your choice that you just so do choose. Number four, and I just spoke on this, distance yourself from the negative energy. I actually read an article that said to distance that empaths should distance themselves at least 20 feet. But any amount of distance, in my opinion, is better than none. Why distance? Because it decreases the absorption of others' energies. I want to read Romans. 831 in the message translation listen to this y'all it says so what do you think with God on our side like this how can we lose if God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son Is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Mm. Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment, sticking up for us. Okay? Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way. Not trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. They kill in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks They pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. I like to say, because of the way 
that God embraces us. Next Sunday, again, that is Romans 8, 31 in the message translation. Next Sunday, October 25th. I I have a great, 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 amazing, inspirational soul, distinguished guest for you, Novi Brown. That's right. You heard me correctly. Novi Brown from the number one scripted show on TV, Sisters on BET, will be with us. Be sure to follow me on Instagram to view more details about this podcast episode with Novi Brown that will air next Sunday, October 25th. And Janae and I look forward to seeing you Thursday at 9 p.m. on my Instagram page for Lessons with Life Herbs. Until then, community, always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified. Have a blessed week.